Welcome back to another episode of Written and Directed By. Today I am joined by a great friend and mentor of mine, Matt Gottesman. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. Of uh, a mentor, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, you're a mentor to all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. I, I receive that. I, I appreciate that. I look, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I consider you a mentor. You, cool. You a know. virtual one. Well, I mean, that we're in person, but. Yeah, you know, now we're in person. And family, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> family friend all around genuinely good guy thank you thank of you i really course, appreciate being of on course, of course um i appreciate you being here how's your how's your morning been going uh it's good you know i'm um i'm in oh i'm always like in the middle of doing like a million different things but finally starting to build systems around it yeah you know but still like from the moment i get up it's like go go go, go yeah right so. I, yeah I've, I've been um as i just formed a production company with my buddies and uh, i've been working on a up until recently I was working on a, on a feature film and so trying to figure up, figure out structure of a day, like with my day job and with all these other projects, like how do you maintain your sanity and how do you maintain like being able to hit all these important tasks? And it's been interesting trying to plan that versus like, just, okay, I just got to worry about my job and maybe get to the gym today. And now right. it's like, so it's like trying to find a balance. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I well I, I you know it's funny I have moments where I'm almost jealous you know that I'll just have I'll have those moments where I'm a little little jealous when I, I find people that are um you know when they've got that structure from mm. the job and they go here and then this happens and that happens but at the same time uh it, it doesn't work for me that, yeah. that life like I, I have to constantly create my own thing and and um and uh you know learn have learned to build my own schedule and stick to it and discipline it's like this lifetime for me right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's what i was rewarded with yeah. so uh you know awarded rewarded and and so i take on that responsibility you know that's awesome yeah it's i've never been one for like i'm always a procrastinator when it comes to almost everything so <laughs> i appreciate the honesty <laughs> until, <yeah. laughs> well, until recently i was like okay or this last year, this a goal was to to have more structure because I I wind up thinking at the end of the day I'm like oh I had all this time to do all these things I wanted to do but I didn't do any of it so like how do I fix that how do I kind of make myself be allowed to have those have those fun times but also hit those moments of of like that I need to get done you know um I to get rid of the anxiety of the need mm. to get stuff done. I started a while back doing where doing these things where like small, like really, really small ones. I know people talk about small ones all the time. I mean, I went like micro wins, like okay. where, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, I got to take care of all, all that stuff over there in the house. I'm like, well, let me just grab one thing right now. Yeah. Like on my way into the other room, let me just do this. Let me put this over here right now. Oh, well, like I know that I'm going to have to be doing that in a couple of weeks with the business. Um, let me just do this one little piece right now. And so it's like these little, you know, these little things so that by the time yeah. I have to actually get to the thing that I have to do, it's already kind of done. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. I'm catching up, but I'm doing it from a place of, you know, right. Anticipation of moving into the future. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just all those little things. Um, because, uh, I, and, and I don't know, they're like micro wins. Like they make me automatically feel motivated. Like, Oh, okay. I got, I got some stuff done. Right. You know, but, but otherwise, um, you know, my father taught me that it'll never always be done. It'll, it'll never be done. So 
whatever you didn't finish today, you know, hopefully you, you got a, like your top two, three things, right. whatever you didn't finish today, tomorrow, you know, will be another day and you'll, you'll move whatever from today that didn't get done to tomorrow and so forth and so on. And then, then it's just about enjoying the process. That know? makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's trying to make sense. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think, I think what I've started to learn is that everyone has their own process. Mm-hmm. And yep. even, even though that you want it to be a certain way that it's like, well, sometimes those certain things don't work for you. Mm-hmm. And what, and what people tell you works for them. And you're like, well, it doesn't work for me. So right. I was like trying to, you know, just, you gotta, gotta experiment, gotta work through it. Yeah. Experiment, yeah. work through it. Um, and, and I think as far as experimenting, like just in general, it's been like one of the funnest things, especially mo- being new to LA is just experimenting with like all sorts of just like day to day experiences. Uh, not drugs, but <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> but no, like, you have a lot like, of options yeah. in LA to do all kinds of different things for your activities and di- and and to bring into your day. And, yeah, you know, from health all the way to fun yeah. to it's yeah. Th- I think because and especially now that I'm living with a a roommate that's super into fitness and mm. super into like eating clean, that it's got me on that because of course your environments yeah and because i'll buy something at the, at the grocery store well we usually we we're attached to hip basically <laughs> we'll go to the gym together we'll go to the grocery store together it's almost annoying and um he's i'll pick something off the shelf and he goes oh you're getting that and I'm like, right right like, <laughs> i wasn't guy <laughs> like was testing you yeah. and you passed yeah, so <laughs> that that part has been nice because it's been keeping me on like a path that i'm finally happy with with mm-hmm. as far as eating right and yeah. like exercising because i've been saying it for years like oh one day i'm this is the day i'm gonna get into it this is the day that i'm gonna finally change and it's, it never happened and then when the first of the year came around i'm like what the fuck are you doing well you willed <laughs> it too like you yeah. willed it into your life because you was always there now you have somebody that you know uh is in your immediate circle yeah right and influence and so yeah. it, we are a product of our environments everywhere yeah like always yeah and as, as much as it sucks to like be dragged drugged to the gym with him i mean he doesn't drag me but i choose to go obviously right. but as much as it sucks to be there for as long as i'm there six days a week it's you know it's nice to finally see all these results right. come through oh yeah in six months you'll be like damn yeah <laughs> like all right all right yeah. start looking at yourself like, in the mirror new, new body who this <laughs> right right so no that's awesome man yeah cool. um so can you tell me a little bit about a little bit about your business here like online like ventures venture, and, yeah yeah the, Cause, the scope yeah because you have your hdf magazine correct or? yeah no there's so there's hdfmagazine.com mm-hmm. hdf stands for hustle and deal flow mm-hmm. um it was a name that i you know obviously there's the movie hustle and flow mm-hmm. um deal flow is a term that they use for venture at venture capital firms for like when they have um deals coming okay. through right that they might fund so hustle like creators hustling and deal flow creators and their companies um and i wanted to feature people in and around the world uh in an online publication that um you know maybe hadn't been celebrated by forbes inc or entrepreneur gotcha. yet but they're doing things right and they deserve to be uh amplified so i started in that and then um it then led into a podcast uh which uh, i said i was never gonna do a podcast and same uh you know i said no but i mean like i i not only i only said I, I not only said i would never do a podcast but like i literally it's like the universe will just ignore your request if it's meant for you um because it just kept coming up kept coming up yeah. my audience on um online grew and they're like do a podcast finally i I said, all right, let's do it. And I called it the hustle sold separately. 
um and you know like the dream is free the hustle sold separately yeah. right you got to do the work and that was three and a half years ago and three million downloads later that's so amazing. yeah so that's so that was that and so that it all merged into an online um well, not an online but into like a media company which okay. i call trep like entrepreneur mm -hmm. trepmedia.com or trep media group sorry and uh and so it houses you know several uh you know, online properties and mm. outlets and pu publications and podcasts now and all this stuff. That's great. So that's the media stuff. And we'll just stick to that, I guess. For <laughs> <now>. <laughs> There's other ventures, but you know, yeah. So. Sorry. Are you, are you trying to expand out to all sorts of things? Or are you sticking specifically to just, on digital media no no well um you know there's there's a lot of things that I, I see it expanding into um you know one of them i mean it's still online but i, I basically wanted to create and did mm -hmm. a, an online like a brand incubator if you will okay um it's in the beginning stages uh whereby it's like you know a, a an online business school an mm -hmm. online b school right um and which i'm helping entrepreneurs uh scale their brands or at least bring more foundational elements to their brands for scale systems mm -hmm. and legal and protection and marketing yeah, and yeah. Ads, all that stuff. Right. Um, the goal with that is to eventually be an, a, a true incubator for brands that um, can uh, scale appropriately and have like appropriate resources and the right people around them, right. you know, environmental. Yeah. Right. So there, there's that and um, you know, thoughts of merchandise in the near future. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of different things, whether they're housed under that media company or just, kind of adjacent to everything else that I do. But yeah, it's always, I, uh, we were just talking about this last, last night about, um, you know, allowing the freedom for something to expand without any expectations, but, um, having a vision of the impact that I right. wanted to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think cause I was going kind of going through this with, um, with that, that something along the lines of that idea of like having, allowing it to become more than what it is. Um, with with this movie and it's like sometimes you get fearful that it might be it might become something like like really big that, that you're not expecting and it's like well that's kind of where the fun of it all right. comes that's where like you get the best ideas you get it leads to other different things and i think once you're open to just allowing that to happen like naturally that's where the, the yeah. fun comes because i feel like a lot of people are naturally like they're like this is the idea and that's it like, yeah. And, and then, and then what happens is, um, the flexibility in allowing it to become what it's supposed to become, not surprised, it's probably a bad word, but what, what it, it can truly become, uh, because of that expectation, because sometimes we don't, if we keep it so narrow minded, we, we couldn't possibly understand or even fathom the, the magnitude something can grow into yeah. because we're only coming from today's perspective. Right. Well, like, what if you become, like, the biggest media, you know, for you, the biggest production company in the world one day, right. you know, and you say, you remember when we were you know, <laughs> sitting doing a podcast and, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I think that it's, it, it there's got to be that flexibility of, you know, I'll tell you in five years, I'll tell you in 10 years, but, you know, ideally, here's what I would like everything to accomplish as a vision. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. It's, it's like when you're creating, you want to allow, um, the new elements that come into your your new view, your mm. new perspective that you couldn't have gotten without taking the initial action. So when they comes in, now you're like, I could use this. This right. is this isn't. Right. I hadn't thought about this. Let's do this. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I think that also, like, and I'm experiencing this, experiencing this recently too. It's like allowing like feedback to like, and not just rejecting it instantly, and just allowing people to be like, 
hey, maybe consider this, like with a screenplay I just wrote. I just wrote my first feature film. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, a long time coming, but it was finally a project that I'm, that just like made me constantly keep yeah. going and finish until I finished. And, but I'm like, I'm now like we're putting it under our production company. And so now the two guys that I opened it with, they're like, okay, we're going to read it. We're going to give you notes. I'm like, Oh God. So I'm right. like, I'm just kind of waiting to like get those back and just see what they have for me. But, um, I think going through art school has prepared me because mm. of the, uh, critique. Could, yeah. The, right. the, the constructive <laughs> criticism. Right. And I think a lot of people could benefit from, having constructive criticism like often because right. we feel like we're in such a interesting society right now where people are a little overly sensitive on I agree. certain things so I, th- I, I i like i'm very grateful for the whatever five six years that i spent in art school where the teacher was said all right nothing but cr- uh, like criticism anything if you have positives save it till the end because that's not going to help anyone grow. Right. But you're in an environment where that's the exact uh, critique you want. Yeah. I think, um, yes, we're definitely in an overly sensitive society uh, at times. Um, I, I think it comes down to though, if you are getting critiqued by somebody you admire or with experience Mm -hmm. in what you're trying to do. Great. I think the, the paradox is that there's a lot of people also offering critique that aren't anywhere near <laughs> the thing that you're doing right. that you're like, uh, okay, you're definitely not the audience I'm going for. So I need more information yeah. and input from, you know, the people that it's intended for, or from the, the experts in right. the industry that I'm, you know, yeah. a part of. Right. And I think that's like the, one of the downfalls of the internet is that anyone, anyone can just, say anything be an expert want. all of a sudden yeah, they can be an expert they can they can hide yeah. behind these facades and be right like, i know what i'm talking about yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> you look like an entrepreneur <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> you look like a producer but i'm not sure that's okay so no yeah um yeah so so it's it's all this stuff has grown and it's it's grown in a way that um some of it i just couldn't have seen and uh you make pivots along the way that whether or not something resonates with you Mm -hmm. and and i think that the other reason you have to be very open too is because there's plateaus and stagnation in creating that people don't foresee coming Um, because it's one thing to show up every day and be consistent with what you have to do yes that's going to be like that for years but there's also you can pay attention to when things there's also a a stalemate in growth like there's a stagnation there's a there's a plateau that yeah you're just kind of, it's like constantly hitting a glass ceiling. So something has to change. You could still show up every day, but you might have to alter um, the direction a little bit or allow something new to refresh and, and invigorate it because if everything's always changing, you know. Right. So you, you have to leave that, yeah. that, that creative flexibility open for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you, when, before you started this, this venture, did you always know like growing up or did you know that you wanted to be in this kind of industry or did it something that you kind of fell into over the the course of going through school and growing up and learning and it's the culmination of everything I I did but didn't know was coming okay (laughs) (laughs) you know uh I I had this conversation the, the other night that um um I just tried a lot of different like there are certain skill sets i had and things that i naturally gravitated Mm -hmm. towards 
but there was no blueprint for them. And a lot, like a lot of this stuff that we're doing now, there was no podcasting, really. Eh, maybe, but like, like, a, yeah. like a, a blip of a blip of a blip. Like, right. you know, um, there was no, uh, and I'm not even, I'm not that old, but it's just that, like I was into digital starting like 98, 99, you know, like really young. Right. And so talking about this stuff that, and being ahead of what, some of it that was going to happen with connecting people worldwide was a very weird conversation for a lot of people. And you know, all the internet is going to break and yeah. <laughs> had like a whole little, you Y2K. know, right. All, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Um, so, um, I, I was just naturally doing different things that were somewhere centered around something digital. And so I got to be a part of its evolution, social media, mm-hmm. and podcasting, audio and video and everything that you're seeing now online technology um, while also at the same time, I love business. I love um, marketing. I love, you know, how do you get what you're doing in front of the exact right people? And so um, I think it allowed me to get in front of a lot of, you know, people right. um, and jobs and <laughs> things like that, that uh, I had an not jobs, but like, uh, cause I was always consulting, but like things I wouldn't have thought of. And, um, and then, so I had all these experiences and then eventually they got bigger experiences and bigger experiences right. and, all of a sudden you're like, how am I sitting here in like the <laughs> middle of Paris? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I think that, that was, uh, cause I, I did some stuff for Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. And, wow. uh, and it was, uh, for on the Moet Hennessy side for like Krug Champagne. And I remember like sitting there in Champagne, France, like, all right, you know, I, I wouldn't have seen that coming, um, to help them and, and be a part of, you know, their family for like a, a you know, a good little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So all these, <laughs> all these experiences around digital and in, in media, were like were piecemeal together so that right. way about five six years ago it was like all right uh, i'm gonna you know do something a little bit different i needed i needed a little bit of a, a mind break mm-hmm. um just from a drastic life change and started creating this stuff and um and then it's interesting because then you start to connect the dots right um you know about all this stuff and here we are <laughs> <laughs> so podcast the podcast <laughs> um so throughout like discovering uh that this has become your purpose like how has that changed the way you like think about it yeah approach everything yeah like because like you're it's so vast and you have all these different experiences that have kind of pieced together like Mm -hmm. how like has one thing helped you more than the other or has they all have they all kind of been like just kind of spearheading to be like a collective I I feel like they were all chapters in a book that created the first novel um, and the blueprint for moving forward starting five years ago mm-hmm. for the next phase of my gotcha. life. I, if, I think if I could do an analogy that like I feel like they were just a bunch of different chapters of, you know, here's a manual. OK, yeah, let's create the manual in real time versus like because I didn't do a traditional route. Mm. You know, I didn't do the whole uh, I'm going to go to school and become a lawyer. And then afterwards, you go for a law firm. And then after that, you know, right. get married. And then after <laughs> that, you you know, you have your house and your kids. And like, <laughs> like I didn't I didn't do any of that. route. I mean, I had aspects of it, but not not like that normal, quote unquote, societal, mm. you know, here's the blueprint of what happens right. next. Um, I had to create my manual in real time. So I feel like they're just all a bunch of chapters of um, different components that now I realize created and refined the skill sets I use for myself. See, like I, I would tell companies, you have to basically become your own media company. I don't care if you're, you know, everything from M&Ms to like uh, a, a cleaning supplies to everything. Mm-hmm. Like you have to become your own media company. 
you you just right. have to like we live in a different world now where um you have to be in front of your audience on a multitude of platforms and they have to know you understand you love you trust you ask you questions and you know yeah. and so you know so when i look back i'm like oh that makes sense like all these things were preparing me for um a world that we live in now you yeah know, if that if that makes sense oh, yeah of course i and i've i've kind of recognized some of those things like when i started this that separate page for my podcast mm-hmm. and i started following like there's a lot of podcasts and people that i follow that do similar things so i'm like okay i'm gonna not gonna cookie cutter it, but i'm gonna kind of use what yeah use their formula and see and all already in like it's been maybe a week and already I've had, I have more interaction just with like the 12 photos that I have on my podcast page versus the almost 1000 that I have on my, on my personal page. Yeah. And it's just like, there are certain aspects that like, if you follow you're like, Oh shit, like that, I can't believe that works. And I, I I'm like, it makes sense. It works. Yeah. Cause a lot of people do that. And now I understand like the importance of posting certain ways or using social media to get, like progress certain things yeah you know the the message the the mission the ideas the um the the product the service um there's so many ways to do it mm. and you don't have to game the system yeah. like a lot of people do which i, I get very passionate about talking right. about <laughs> so many people are gaming the system i'm like are you gaming it because you're doubting your value or are you just anxious about where you're trying to go and like you can game the system but then they're not real followers. So right. Like, what, what's the end game on that one? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah. Yeah. Because I was, I was going to buy like 12,000 followers, but I didn't want to look that cool, you know? No. <laughs> don't do it. Don't kidding. do it. But the, the thing is, is like an army of 1,200 will crush a bot, a, a bot, bot right. of, of 12,000. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, think about this like right now, right? Like let's say you had 1,200 diehards. That's an army, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like and then, not only that, but like go ask 1,200 people to like leave a rating and review on your on your podcast. Yep. Yeah. Like now you're in the top podcasts and you know, you're, you're, you're in the algorithm and you're, you know, people can see your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like a full high school of kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> perspective, a lot of people, yeah. perspective. That's why like when I see people like game the system, I'm like, all right, cool. Like you look cool with 50,000 like people who don't really get what you do. And right. you know, that's cool looking pretty and all, but like, like what's the, what's, what's next. Right. So yeah, no, um, yeah, it's. I think uh, it, it's cool that you're already seeing those kind of results. Though. Yeah, and and I've been really resistant to it because I didn't want to be. Um, I don't know if it's because I didn't want to be like those people on on like Instagram or just out there in the digital ether of like, it's this, it's this. You know, it's this kind of because they're playing to the masses. Or I get it, but and but I tested it, and then I'm like, okay, I understand. But I did it in a way that was. You. that I felt was for me, but yeah. not like just saying, okay, that one worked. I'm going to do that exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I even got like, so, like feedback from if I like shared or shared a photo with a person that was going to be on, it's like, okay, that was cool. They liked that. And yeah. It's like, other people are like, this is cool. So it's like, okay, cool. I kind of think I know where I'm going or, or where I know I can take it and it's still me, but it's also still follows that the formula formula yeah yeah you know i i'm so glad you brought that up um you know so i mean look like at the at the core of this brand incubator it's an online course Mm -hmm. right and that was i had to push a lot of my own boundaries because oh man come on look we we see these online gurus we see these online you know like the marketers and i am a marketer but not like i I like being authentic with my stuff but then like 
So it was interesting. I wanted to put something out that was very different. So like this brand incubator, right? Mm -hmm. So I call it brand alchemy, like transforming, okay. yeah. your, you know, where you're at to where you want to go, right? With your brand. Um, but we deal with all aspects. It's not like you're going to be an overnight success, you know, crush it only with Facebook ads. Like <laughs> we, I wanted it to be a very organic thing where it covers your branding, your, your business, your legal, your accounting, your, mm. you know, like business school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but I'm using a lot of my resources to come in and all that. Now, getting over in my mindset to do that mm -hmm. was hard at times because I didn't want to be viewed the way I was viewing other people where I was like, uh, that doesn't sound so right. Like, uh, like they're appealing to the masses. They want to just make just the money. It's right. not really so much about the impact. Like, and you know, the last thing you want to do is be grouped in with a bunch of people that you don't like flow with. Right. right. So, what do you do with that? But you made a very good point, and it's that the same thing that a, a buddy of mine did, and he changed my mindset. And he said, "Then you have even more of a responsibility." And I hadn't thought about that. And he said, "Because what you have to offer, there's so much value, and there's so much like you come with 20 years experience, mm -hmm. and like you're, you're you reach you know millions of people, and you're able to talk to a lot of people and help them. Like you actually, like I literally like DM, voice text, DM everybody. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like people are like, oh my god, did you just DM? Did you just voice text yeah. me back? It's that's like, one thing I love. Yeah. When I messaged you and you sent back a voice, I'm like, <laughs> that's odd. And then you kept doing. I'm like, I like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's convenient, right? Yeah. And since I'd already been voice texting for like the last four years and got all my friends to do it, anyways, yeah. like on general like voice texting. So like I'm just like a kid in a candy store now and it's funny because people are like thanks like you took time out you know to like yeah. help me i'm like that was a minute you know it's like how tweets were when they did the 140 characters and they right. just first came out i'm looking at voice text like oh this is next level yeah. done the game is over and also you get rid of all the 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 bullshit of like people reading and trying to read it too much into what you're yes texting yeah because like now they get your exactly. intention wrong they get their attention yeah, with the voice it's a new it's the next yeah. level so <laughs> so yeah so i i um i because he said he you 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 got to be more then you have a responsibility to do to make an industry or make a certain thing even better mm. and that actually really was a great mind shift for me where i was like that's a good point you know um and um and we're all different so when we put something out with our authentic self and right. how we kind of envision it um and then even that it's crazy because from where it first started the concept is already expanding into how much further it can go and like i'm only running about 20 25 people through it right now at the moment um, for these two months. Um, and then, so that way the next round like will be potentially even bigger, but it's like understanding the user experience. Yeah. How are these brands doing? You know, how can I make them better? That's yeah. Awesome. So it's crazy. Like you just, <laughs> you just don't know what you'll ever get into. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I never, I always thought my path would be, uh, I, you know, I always thought I would be, I always wanted to be an artist. I always wanted to be um, in the arts. I always wanted to be an illustrator, draw comic books. And then, here I am in movies and I'm like, okay, I'm always going to be a director and a writer. And here I was producing a movie. It's like, mm. it's just, you never, you never know. And that's, I think that's the most, the, like, the funnest thing about life is you never know. Like one day someone would be like, Hey, you want to do this? And you're like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Right. Yeah. Cause your gut just kicks in. You know, yeah. it's interesting. I found a while back, I found, um, my, uh, an eighth grade yearbook, eighth mm. or seventh grade yearbook. And here's the craziest thing. So as a child, you know, I wanted to do a lot of different things from both from the everything from like, you know, the, the athletics to the, you know, to your you want to be like a parent, right. like, you know, was like my dad's a lawyer to like, you know, uh, to firemen, you know, whatever, all this other stuff, whatever. But like, you know, and then it starts to kind of solidify here and there as you get a little older. But in the eighth grade, out of nowhere, for absolutely no reason whatsoever, um, I filled in and I, and I completely forgot that I filled this in when they asked us all until the end of the year where like you see your, your yearbook yeah. and underneath my name um, for, you know, future profession, it was producer director. 
why the hell out of all <laughs> things I ever chose producer director I have absolutely no idea um, but I also tell people that if you actually pay attention to your life from about eight nine ten years old like go back mm -hmm. to about eight nine ten till about 21 you're actually gonna see a lot of um, intuitive behavior and thoughts about your future that um, the re they haven't fully been tainted by society, or at least they're still you're still delivering those thoughts outwardly to society. Okay, and they're giving you um, really fucked up feedback <laughs> and telling you <laughs> that'll never work. You shouldn't do that. That's not responsible. Oh, you think a painter is? You think a graffiti artist is going to make millions of dollars? You know, yeah. and meanwhile they're they're making millions of dollars. Um, you know, some of them. <laughs> That's right. So I did it. my senior paper was on as graffiti art should be considered like yeah an actual. You know? profession. Well, they become murals and yeah. then they sell the murals, right? But so the but the point is something's going on during that phase where you're because you're closest to birth where your soul is actually very it's much more higher mm -hmm. in tune because it hasn't been tainted by a lot of critique that was bad critique, if you will, right? right? Um, and so I, you can avoid a lot of what you remember during those years, but sooner or later, you kind of almost circle back around. Like, and I was a big advocate of music. I loved music. I got music and creative creativity and and um, media and and you know, before they were really calling it media all this stuff and what's what's crazy is now like i look i'm like i produce and direct a podcast um now i'm bringing on um uh like probably a good 20 percent of them are now are, are musicians um producers uh, and um you know djs and things like that so like my music life is coming back into focus and like they're also and then like I'm so I'm sharing in a lot of like talking with them about their brands and like life and media and like all this stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, it's weird how your life kind of circles back around like we know what we know. Right. We know what's up when we're young, but, you know, we we sometimes fight it, I think. So, so. OK, I have segueing into the next question because I do Perfect. have that that exactly leads me into this is what like what do you. What would you tell someone who is like fighting like the urge to just not go through with their like oh I I want to I've always wanted to do this but it's a little late or I don't know if I could do it or you know it's maybe it's not for me anymore and cuz there's a lot of people that are I think maybe it's a fear or or something but there's like I don't know they, I know exactly what you're talking you know, about you know what I'm trying the the urge is actually a signal and you're and most people are anxious to the signal because it's actually, I believe, either their truth or will lead them for, closer to their mm -hmm. truth. So there's anxiousness there. And the anxiousness comes because it may not be what they've been, quote unquote, told is the right way to do something. Right. But being told the right way to do something is coming from, a believe it or not, from society is actually coming from a place of ego uh, and, and fear. Right. So I once heard, and this is actually something really interesting, is that um, so the reason a person struggles with intuition, um, what happens is the body um, ha struggles with uh, when you want to make a decision that is based on like, oh, it's my gut. Well, what's going to happen? I don't know. So the body sometimes goes almost into kind of like a shock. It needs it needs to lead with fear because fear is data. It didn't work for so-and-so. It didn't work last time I right. tried it. It didn't work according to my mind from like when I saw this on TV. Yeah. Oh, the news once showed me this. Oh, like 13% of people are ever successful in that. So the, the, the mind and body are actually using um, fear. Um, and you have to tap into your gut because it actually knows. It's actually guiding. It's a GPS, but right. it has no data. 
So the body's like, you crazy? Like, <laughs> you just, you're just going to go off a feeling? Like, yeah. But you have to because it's actually, like, it's soul-driven. It's, it, there's, like, you know, it's no different than when somebody says, like, um, something like, uh, man, it's so weird. I was just about to call you. And, like, boom, like, somebody calls, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, you're just like, that's so weird. I was just thinking about you. Like, everything's energy. Like, you can, you can feel things happen before they happen. Oh, yeah. Whether or not you, you act on them is another story. And I, I say to anybody, especially, even if, especially if they're in their 20s, there's, or 30s or 40s or 50s, like, you, there's time. There's always time. If you're alive, there's time. The only time you don't have time is if you're dead right. at that point, right? Like, but I mean, um, I think that people worry as they get older and older what that might look like starting over. Right. And that means they're worrying about other people's opinions. And I totally get it. Uh, but, or you can end up like me um, in my mid-30s and it doesn't matter what it looks like because you have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I say don't, don't wait until you have no choice right. to like make something <laughs> new happen, you know. Uh, and... Um, so you're definitely, I, I definitely think it's one listening to your intuition. It, it's definitely a signal mm -hmm. and you're anxious because it knows something oh, yeah. and the more you're not listening to it, it's making you anxious. Not, you know, yeah, you know, not, not moving with it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I think like one of the things that I started doing recently, I, I don't, I can't remember how long now, but it's like just in, like when that first instinct is like, that's the one you should act on because that's probably what's what's right because that's like what came to you first because after you start thinking about it you know you're like oh well this you get this option you can have this option and it's like well that's when you start getting all like messed up in the head because you you're like trying to convince yourself to do it or not do it and and so one of the things I've been focusing on lately is just going with the first initial reaction to it and whether it turns out to be a good thing or a bad thing at least you know you kind of went with with your gut and f follow through with with that thing because like with with that movie I was produ um, producing it was originally wanted like a $500,000 budget and then I'm like oh okay I'm a little a little nervous through this but it scares me so I think I'm gonna go for it and then it became it got bigger and it's okay now we're looking at a million plus budget and then okay now I'm, what the, what are we doing this is this is intense you know so it just became like it became a massive learning experience and I'm I'm more grateful that I even though it hasn't panned out I'm more grateful for like attacking that experience or going after it than if I would have just sat by the, the wayside. Yeah, you know, I think what happens too is um, it's only scary when we see bigger at, at that in those moments. Um, bec again, so without the flexibility, we were thinking, oh, I could do something at half a million. Like, cool. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're, you're facing million, $2 million budgets and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. like I, I wasn't really planning for that. Oh, I don't know what to do with that. You know, like you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're almost, mind is almost tricking you because like it wasn't, you know, that's, I think that's where people say like, that's why you have to think big, but start right. small and like just work into it. Right. Um, I think the other part too, is that people say to a lot of people, well, you got to think big, but nobody ever actually, I, I love all the cliche advice <laughs> out there, but nobody ever actually explains it. So I always do my absolute best to like break that down. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what's also actually has also helped my, um, my, my content is because, um, I feel like you see a lot of cliches out there, but like, let's actually talk about what that means. But so, yeah, for in, in that case, I think it's just about, um, yeah, all of a sudden you're, you're up against, um, something you hadn't anticipated in the vision yeah. of that at that time. 
And then it's like, all right, well, I guess if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Yeah. The, the ability to be able to move into it. Right. Right. Step into it. Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. So it's, you know, I think it's all a, a part of the process. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think I, I've taken as far as everything has gone. Um, which one? Oh, no, just uh, I was, you know, so, so you guys uh, that are listening can't see. I can actually see his questions that are up <laughs> on the screen and it's it just something you learn in your 20s. You know, that's just funny. I just saw that, you know. What is something? <laughs> uh, a lot. I made I made every mistake you could possibly make in my in my 20s. Um thank God. Um so I look at my your tw- my 20s were for making mistakes. My 30s were for like hardcore discovery. I'm mm-hmm. still finishing. I'm still got my 30s left here <laughs> for a little bit. Um and then like, you know, my um my 40s will be for like, you know, that kind of um that true like expansion, like that true, you know, being in in that flow and purpose i mean i already started that in my, th- in my 30s but i in my 20s i um um i took a lot of risks that for being young and doing them um they some of them hurt like a bitch like they really like at the time because i just i hadn't thought about because it seemed like it, that's the biggest thing you've ever, you know, been up against, right. right? Like you don't realize, you know, in the grand scheme of right. things. But I mean, you know, I took I took serious risks and like trying to start up, which didn't make it. And you know, you you lose a few things along the way in mm-hmm. that process, and you also learn a lot of things in that process, and get responsible for a lot of things in that process. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, so loss is loss, and I feel like when you have several losses in your twenties that are lot. When I say loss, like it, I don't even just mean uh, it, like that startup. I mean like just different things from taking chances you know it's like you know you get in the ring a bunch of times and you feel like you're getting beat up mm-hmm. and until you realize like no you're training right it just took me a while to figure out oh i was training yeah you know um but uh you know if you want something specific i don't know i mean i i um one thing i you know i i probably i traveled a bit but i probably would have stayed I don't know. I don't regret anything. I guess right. so it's, it's yeah. a very tricky question, you know, in some ways, because like I, everything you're everywhere you're supposed to be. Um, I will give a piece of advice though, for somebody in their twenties is that I would go to a city where it nurtures what you're trying to do. And it has environments of people mm-hmm. that can nurture that. And I would just go pick somebody, anybody. I mean, it's a little bit more accessible probably to find out who those people are today, but I would just go find somebody and say, hey, like, I want to, like, I just want to shadow you, work for you for, for free, whatever it is. I think we talked about that yeah. recently. Like, literally just be like, I just want to, um, you know, uh, I will donate my time to you at, at every cost. Hopefully you pick a good person yeah. in terms of, like, their character, right, um, to learn from. And, um, and then you're in there. Like, you're, you're, you're set, like. It's a lot to me. Okay. So some people go to college. I get it. Like we all, we went to college Mm -hmm. here. Like I get it. You know, I went all the way with it, but looking back, like, uh, honestly, like think about how much more you get of going straight to the source. Who's doing it every day. Yeah. There's no theory. There's no, (laughs) you're just learning in real time exactly how to do it from a person who's crushing it. Yeah. I've I've learned (laughs) more on my own film sets or watching people or doing, or like just being a part of things than, I would have if I had stayed, or I did stay in school, but if I, I've learned more doing projects than I have in classroom situations. 
And if I, yeah, if I could do it again, I mean, I, I would probably still do it again, but if, knowing what I know now, if I could just go back, I'd probably be like, okay, maybe one semester, just meet a couple people and then just try to do exactly what you said and just move to LA as soon as I could have and try to find someone that I, yeah, like I could shadow. And I still think about doing that, but it's too, it's too expensive <laughs> to, to just drop, drop everything and go 24 seven. Hey, can I? be your assistant for free <laughs> or something. Right. Right. I mean like, you know, and maybe you won't get right away to like Steven Spielberg or right. something like that. Right. But like, there's probably a few people like a couple degrees of separation mm-hmm. from there that can kind of get you in there. Mm-hmm. I also don't know. I mean, you're going to see this same with like with podcasting. It's crazy how, um, like the people I reach out to, um, you know, I, I direct message them mm-hmm. and, um, I, you know, I, I mean, obviously I've got credibility with it as well, yeah. tobacco, but I know how to like, what, how to approach them and I'm bringing them value and stuff. And so, but it's, you know, they're, they're, they're doing it. And some of them are one degree separated from somebody else. That's like also really doing it right. as well too. Or like that's their, their whole, you know, cause they're all, they're all on their own journey too. But yeah, it, the, the podcast brings some serious relationships, like oh, yeah. crazy relationships. So it's like crazy how you start to see like <laughs> your text chain too. Like <laughs> so wild when you're looking at your text chain, you're like, you know, some of the people that you remember either that you just admired their work for so long. And then you're just like all laughing, you know, about yeah. something. <laughs> you know, the next stage will be like waiting. We're all in a group text together on some shit. <laughs> you're like, this is, it's funny. Yeah. I've said this a, a few times on here is that, I use it as an excuse to talk to people that I admire, like friends of mine that I, that are making it or doing what they love to do. And I use it as an, as an excuse to like steal some of their secrets and their, what inspires them to keep them going. And also if other people are interested in hearing it, then, you know, that's for that too. But like I've reconnected with a lot of people. I'm like, Oh, I should have so-and-so on because I have, you know, I see that they're hustling and I see that they're, they're going after their dream and I'm going to bring them on. And then it's like, Hey, like this was great. Um, I have this thing that I would love you to be a part of, and it's like, oh, that wouldn't ever probably wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have reached out exactly. and done these things. And you know, so like I have a couple different buddies that were saying like when we would when we finished up, they would be like, oh yeah, I'm working on this thing. You should come be a part of it. And it's like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, that's the the interesting thing. Everybody's just a human being. Yeah. You know, we, I think when society, normal people, normal, that's a horrible word to use. Like just general society is like idolizing people, but like these people are, everybody's just, they're just trying to do their thing. And I've actually also found like that, that's why we have such a great conversation on the podcast was like, we're just kind of venting from the the day to days of like, you know, and, and, and having a really dope conversation. Um, and the same, the same type of conversation about, um, man, this really feels good to, to be around someone to talk about this stuff. I actually get that a lot from from people who come on because you know they're, they're used to kind of either like yes people or just kind of the politics of whether it's entertainment or business or all this mm-hmm. other stuff and they just want to have like a they just want to have a conversation about life you know yeah. like, and, and about you know the growth and all this all these things um but yeah it's it's interesting that um it's it's they're they're readily available to partake in what you're offering right them, so long as you just ask them yeah <laughs> like just reach out and, and ask like when i was first starting that was one of the things that i was nervous about it's like oh would people want to do this would they be willing to be a part of it or like you know am i just a fool for asking like random people or even friends and like i because this was something and i'm like I, I was always one of those people that were uh kind of self-conscious of certain choices 
So I'm like, oh, what will what will so and so think when I start posting that I have a podcast? Well, they think I'm a weirdo or a loser for like, oh, another guy with a podcast. And it's like, and then I started like, and I was like, fuck it, like, why do I care what these people think? And if they decide they don't want to come on, like, I I had a I knew a kid in high school that his his music career is taking off. So I was like, oh, cool, it might just be interesting to talk to him and see like finding him at that time is so key. Yeah. I don't mean the high school part. I mean like when they're just about taking off or yeah. they are kind of taking off. Yeah, so key. So yeah, he's like they right at that moment where he's about to pop and and he I mean he he's been doing it for the last year, but I and like I can tell like in the next couple of years he's gonna be really successful so i was like i just wanted to talk about it talk to him and see like where he's coming from like what how everything has been going and like where he would you know whatever and he's just like nah so so it's like okay i was nervous about reaching out i reached out and like okay it didn't even matter you know like as cool as it would have been to talk to him it's like okay well at least i followed through and yeah you're never gonna get it's like you're not always gonna get a yes no no and you know here's the thing too um energetically you're interviewing them you're vetting them just the same right see that's how i've always approached it so like if they just didn't have time oh absolutely like out of respect like you just don't have time i totally get it um but they answer a certain way and sometimes they even come back later on the ones who you know there's like nah you know know, whatever like they're whatever it might be cool like because i i've created a vibe with my with my audience yeah so if you're not our vibe I need to know that right now. It's like dating. Like, you know, they're like, I need to know right now that like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. You know, like, so if they're behaving a certain way, you're not behaving, but they're just kind of like, you know, whatever. It's like, I look at it as like, cool. Then like, this may not be for you and you may not be for us. Like, awesome. Like, good to know that now. Yeah. Especially if you, if you're long form and you, you expect people to listen for, right. You know, whoever, you know, like like Joe Rogan, he's on there for three hours. It's like, right. If that person doesn't fit the vibe, you're not going to have someone listen for the full three hours. Right. So, yeah. I totally get that. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I haven't sense. gotten to three hours yet, yeah. but I, I do I do hover around that, that like anywhere from 55 minutes to the more recent one was like an hour and 14 minutes. I was like, oof, and it's, yeah. like it's getting played right now. I'm like, wow, you all are listening. This is awesome. <laughs> Hopefully I'm at your gym with you or whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I've been playing around with, with um, time. Like, with time. Yeah, it's... It also depends on the guest too. It does. even if they vibe, you know, sometimes they run out of gas. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes the conversation just dips and yep. it's like it's hard but yeah i've been I, this is this whole thing has been an experiment to me like and i think that's one of the greatest things it's become as i've been doing it's become more fun and fun to like play around like this whole new social media aspect mm-hmm. and like trying different things and just playing around with it because it's like it's not like i'm it's uh it's not like my end all be all so it's like i'm just having fun i'm experimenting mm-hmm. you know i'm talking like random people like i had a couple months ago i had a band on i'm like i never thought i would interview a band like right i thought it would just be uh you know at first i thought it would just be like making jokes or i thought it would be me just speaking about movies and here i am you know now i'm talking to you and so it's like i never thought like a, like and the, the band they played like an acoustic set that they had yeah. prepared for this so it's like that's crazy to me that well, I mean, but think about the name of the, the show, written and directed by. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing on everybody who is the writer and the director of their life and yeah. in some way are creating and shaping all kinds of things from art and entertainment. To, yeah. You know, but yeah, and everything else. But that's yeah. what, it, you know, that's the thing I love that. And I'm glad that you had said what you had talked about before about writing and directing your life is because at first I had created being, you know, based on like writing and directing as a, as a filmmaker. Right. And now it's become more of like, you know, I, get, I like to, sometimes it, I mean, it's hard 
to with certain people but to like pull out those deep thoughts and it's like it's yeah. nice when you get into those conversations oh so yeah i love like the the multi-meaning meaning of um of the written and directed by and especially yeah. now that you yeah. brought it to light too oh yeah no i mean it, it, you know again see see what happens with flexibility um of allowing something to kind of itself create um uh, and expand mm-hmm. without it no it's got to stay to just this yeah. but i mean yeah i mean written directed by like as an aspiring writer and producer interviewing other people who are you know creators of their life in a multitude of areas and also in some way probably closely or somewhat related mm. you know as well to the it has a, it's like a double triple entendre right it has different <laughs> meanings you know so yeah yeah um, so kudos to you on that thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't i try i don't know i just uh i just like having fun and this this is fun perfect well <laughs> yeah. which leads up to you know what i what yeah. i would i would tell people that are you know especially younger like mm. to just have fun yeah you know um i think because i've gotten the question a lot about when people are lost right um and that can happen at any age really but um <laughs> what, what do you what do you what do you do uh, that's gonna be on you producer yeah. director to, to fix yeah, that, that sound later on. <laughs> but, oh, i hope the uh, dog's not no but um <laughs> but uh yeah i i think that um loss can happen so here's the interesting thing about people like when you're in a kind of a lost phase yeah. right you can have it from the point of you haven't really ever done anything yet you could also have it from you well you did a lot and you did it all and actually found out that maybe it didn't have the kind of meaning you were hoping that it was going to fulfill in the first place right so you can find yourself lost at any time not just younger but yeah. like any any age um it's midlife crises right a little bit like you know <laughs> and it's um and so i i constantly say that we have to just create some form of movement mm-hmm. in our life. You so you did that. You moved to LA. You created a podcast. You know you you're you're working with um you know movie, and then now you're mm-hmm. you know you have your own production company. Like you're just constantly you make a move, and then the universe has to deliver a signal to you, and that's how you can figure things out. Yeah, really, that's how everybody's figuring it out at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. and then we just we see successful people. It doesn't matter if it's in like sports or whatever. Like it just so happened that like they evolved within a thing for for a given time period, but they didn't necessarily know where it was all going to go. You know, along right. the way, they just they had they just involved in their thing, mm-hmm. and then they ended up on this team, and they ended up international, and they did this right. and they did that. You know what I mean? So I I think it just um, I always just say like you have to immediately get up and just start moving in in something like even if it's just like a new daily habit. And and here's the thing, like, let's just make it like even really, really simple. Like, let's just say you started a new gym or a class or like or yoga in the mornings. And then um, but all of a sudden at yoga, you happen to meet somebody who like knows something that you kind of jive with on like mm-hmm. in a in a particular um you know topic or whatever yeah. it is and then that leads you to like actually exploring something which then introduces you to other people which you know what yeah. i'm saying so it's not that's, always like let me just go try to job it's yeah let me just do something yeah that's exactly i mean that's exactly what happened so the, the guest i had on last week i'm um i'm really big into comics so i went into this comic book shop and he works in, behind the counter and we just one day we just start talking about movies and then I, you know, we get to talking. He's kind of in the same sort of stuff as I am. And he goes, he showed me his film. I'm like, that's sick. And he goes, yeah, this is, it's this choreographer, fight choreographer. You should meet him. And so now we might be planning like a, like a fight movie. So with this guy. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy that you'll just go into like a shop, but if you don't take the time to like right. either like stop and 
TikTok or like, yeah. you know, just people and things will pass you by. And that's one of the things I've learned is that like to like, you know, it's a cliche, but like to stop and smell the roses yeah. and just like kind of just be there, you know, like people are so quick to just be like, okay, I need to do this and this and then I'm, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Or they're like just stuck in their phone. But it, there's all these people just right in front of your face or all yeah. these experiences. Uh, people get stuck in their feelings. Uh, I get it. It happens to all of us. So I'm not even going to like do the whole, you know, blame, like yeah. point the finger at everybody else out or like, you know, you hear like a, a lot of like really great people online, like yell at everybody. <laughs> you know I mean? I get it. I get it. But like everybody has those moments. Um, I think that you got to just be careful not sitting in the feelings for too long mm-hmm. because they're not real. Yeah. I mean, feelings are real. Like you can feel something, but it's not, you have to be very careful about that because um, if you're not, it's not like you're meant to feel bad. That's right. not how this life works. <laughs> so if you're if you're sitting for too long, your head can kind of get into the, get get into you a little bit, and that's why you have to just like get up, even if it's go work remotely from somewhere else or go do something else or just yeah. like it, change up your pattern, pattern disrupt. Right? You have to do something, anything, and then you start to realize like, wow, this actually becomes a lot more fun. You know. Um, well, if you're going to go that route, I mean, again, like we're yeah. all independents here. <laughs> so like, it's a very different life, you know? Um, but I think it applies to everybody in terms of discovery of, of, of self. You know, I think you have to just make movement happen, yeah. something new. And look, like maybe you even go do a job that like um, is cool, but it's not like the thing you want to do for your life, but at least it's giving you some experience. Yeah. See, I, like I am, I've found that um, you're, you constantly have to like put something into motion for it to then guide you somewhere else yeah like that's just something like i, th- I just course. i just feel that way yeah so, you know that's well, a rant but yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i mean if you don't push the ball the ball's not gonna roll right <laughs> like you're just like standing like this thing isn't moving you're like yeah. oh, you have to push it like, <laughs> i will not i will not i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna feel bad some, about yeah. it i want someone <laughs> else to push it for me right <laughs> right so um yeah oh the other thing i was gonna say too is that I, and i've i've encountered this myself um i feel also that Sometimes people have a hard time taking a next step because they're worried that, um, well, this isn't all that I am. Mm. That's a that's a big one because I get it. Like because depending on what phase of life you're in and the chapter other people walk in on, like yeah. you know, it's sort of like, well, I don't want to be only known as this. Like this isn't this isn't me. Like I'm this is just me now. Right. Obviously, it's worrying about other people's judgment and opinions. You got to get out of that that habit right away. But I found from an interpersonal standpoint, it was like it, why uh, that had tripped me up is, yeah, because there's so much in this lifetime that I want to do mm-hmm. that like you almost don't want to be pigeonholed into just right. that one thing. That was my fear, at least from my thing. And so um, you have to be careful not to allow that to keep you stagnant be- so and, and not moving forward. Like, hey, you can go do this job or this whatever yeah. for a little while. And that experience can actually also help you with some other things that you're going to need later right. on. I mean, right. yeah, I, I've, as much as I, I'm not a huge fan of the, the day job I currently have, I was only meant to have it for X amount of months, but, and I've been there longer, but I've learned things from it that like, not exactly apply to my, like my career. Cause it's completely different, but there are certain aspects. I'm like, Oh, this doing this works because there's the certain way they format like their work day or their mm-hmm. schedules and like their programs. It's like, Oh, I can actually apply this. And I didn't, Perfect. I didn't, I didn't know that. I just yeah. thought I'm like, Oh, this isn't just another job to get the day done. But when I started doing work, planning things for 
the, they're your financier. Yeah. They're your, they're your teacher. Mm -hmm. They're giving you all the things they're, they're like, they're funding you in a lot yeah. of ways, you but, know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, even though I knew I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to get anything from this. You, you, you never know what you will until you actually start doing things. You're like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, there was a, a girl on our podcast back in the beginning who she's not like a, I mean, she was already a good chef, but she's like now on, you know, like mm -hmm. the food network, all this stuff. And she had a book out and it was interesting because she said that she knew she was going to self publish or no, she knew she was going to publish. Um, and she wanted to do, she wanted to know more about marketing. She was smart. She, what she did is she started getting jobs a, a few years prior to, um, that were like working for, um, a co-working spot, then working for a digital agency, then a marketing agency, and then, a, um, you know, uh, a tech company back to a co-working. So, but you see how they're yeah. all, it was all based on like d media, tech, right. internet, <clears throat> like marketing, all these things yeah. that she's like, and she said, I wanted to go into things that could actually teach me the things that I knew I was going to use for my own thing. Uh, so she, she just went into it strategic, yeah. like right from the get go. Right. You're like. Ooh, you know, yeah. if only they knew. And she was able to get those jobs. You That's know? awesome. But I mean, because, you know, bright individual and able to get those jobs, but smart that she was, you know, still thinking right. about herself in that equation because like, well, I don't also don't want to get stuck doing, you know, just right. somewhere for like too long that, you know, may or may not take care of me. Yeah. So kind of well. where my, yeah. my boat right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so but, it's okay. So, so then would you recommend to people, not even just young people, just anyone in general is to go out, have experiences and just kind of do that thing that you always wanted to do. And if it fails, it fails. Or yeah. Well, strategic with, it's like, not with really a failure. Failure is a very tricky thing. I mean, unless it is just an absolute, like it's just not even remotely related to who you are. Right. But then at least, you know, that's not really, really, really remotely related to who right. you are. And I know that there's like some people say, no failure is a failure. Like own it. And it's a great, it's like yeah. be accountable. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I guess it's that like, so, okay, like I always think like from a business standpoint, I need to know when I create something how the market's going to react. Mm -hmm. I need to know if there needs to be a pivot or a change. So if it's not working, that's not a failure. That's a, oh, I need to change the, I need to change this feature. I need right. to change um, this, this way of presenting it. I need to change this. And I'll just ask for feedback. Like I start, you start removing feelings from it all and you start realizing like you're having fun by like constantly making the thing for, for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. By understanding, like, this doesn't work, that does, okay, remove this, add that, and that doesn't work, <laughs> yeah. cool. You, like, so, so I think there's two, there's two types of ways to look at failure. There's the failure of, well, it's just a signal of telling you what to do next, so long as you're still in your journey of the mm -hmm. thing that you really want to do, then it's definitely not a failure because, like, well, like, if, if you're meant for more than that, so it has to push you in the direction of it, you can't just, like, come to a full stop and, like, win, okay, guess I'm done with everything right. I've done now. It doesn't work that way. Or the other type of failure, which I think comes from just a true signal of this isn't something that is what you really want to be doing. And so it's just letting you know that like, yeah, you could probably make changes just like person A can mm -hmm. because they love it. But do you really want to keep doing it? You right. know, and that's where I think it's a good way to actually go inside and ask yourself that. Right. You know. So, yeah. so yeah so I, I think failure is a funny word because yeah like, it's i don't just, know if i meant failure but no 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 I, but it's 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 brought up it's a big yeah. topic it's a very big topic mm -hmm. and i know what you mean like yeah. I, I think um because i had a huge failure in my 20s <laughs> with my with my startup it, it didn't but it taught man it taught me tech it taught me relationships it taught me about um about you know legal <laughs> it yeah. taught me about you know investing it taught mm -hmm. me about a lot of different things that i was not before that prior mm -hmm. to that prepared for yeah you know because i mean like for instance, using this film because that's the most recent experience is that I don't I don't I'm not sure I would classify it as a 
failure more is along the lines that it, it just wound up not working out. And, and it's not, uh, to me, it's not a failure because I learned so much. Like there's, I learned how to struck like our first, when we first met with an investor, um, we were so unprepared. Like we looked like idiots. And then when we met the next one, we were much more prepared. We knew we knew we had to get a line budget ready. We knew we had to, yep. we knew we had to like have a, yeah. a, an executive briefing summary. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so like all of these things now that I've learned, I can, for the next one, I know exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that like how we, we know how to structure things a little bit better from, from meetings and things like that. So it's like, it's sure it didn't work out, but I wouldn't consider it like a bomb, you know? Right. It's just, it was a massive Learn, like it was a, it was a film school like a business right. film school for me you think that a uh, olympic gold like swimmer or runner never lost <laughs> you know what i mean i mean yeah. i get it there's the thing called somebody would, somebody would definitely check me and be like well what about the undefeated i'm like yeah but what i'm saying is that, like, <laughs> like they didn't get in the pool one day and they're like man i didn't beat the best time you know what i mean like right you know, so but yeah that's that's going in a whole different direction so <laughs> <laughs> um no but uh but yeah i so i think um People, I especially maybe younger, maybe I don't think that they really feel feared failure. I think it was maybe uh, maybe some of them, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes maybe it was everybody else getting in their ear. Yeah. Because how else would you even know what failure is if you haven't even really taken a chance? Like, right? You know, what are you even fearing? You don't even know what it is, and it's not even a real thing. Cause yeah. It's like, like, oh, that didn't work. But here's what I can make out of that that turns into this, right. you know. Yeah. So that's why they say like about looking at things as like an opportunity, not you know, not necessarily like an mm. obstacle. Um, be, it, it's again, you know, one of those beautiful cliche quotes. But um, <laughs> what I love about that is that it's sort of like because it, it begs the question: Well, what would you change? Right. And if you don't think to ask yourself that, you then why? Yeah. Why are you not asking yourself something that's like yeah. right in front of you, right? Yeah, I mean, because... What would you change? I mean, the... Uh, well, I would do it this way. Okay, you should cat- go do that. Right, the caterpillar never <laughs> became the butterfly because it didn't want to change. You know? Right, right, you know? I love. I always love the, the memes out there, that, that, the, the quotes with, like, the, like when the kid falls down when he's learning to walk, he does, or crawl or whatever, it's, I forget what it is, but it's like, doesn't, like, you know, say he'll never walk again, right? <laughs> You're like, no, he gets back, back up and just yeah. starts trying again, you yeah. know? So, yeah, it's the same thing. It's, right. it's funny how, like, you... I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because of society or maybe it's because of the people you surround yourself with, but that, like, the amount of resilience, your mental resilience that yeah. you, like, either gain or lose mm-hmm. from being as a kid is, is oh, yeah. pretty pretty crazy. Like, yeah. when you actually start thinking about it, yeah. like, I remember, like, in high school, you know, no one wanted to be associated with any, you know, or, like, say certain things right, because right. Of, of the rejection or the fear right. of of what they might say. That's what they would say. Um, yeah. If you knew then what you know now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's going to keep increasing. You look back and you're like, oh man, I'd go run things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd, I'd go back and be like, first of all, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're actually really cool. You need to speak out on that. Yeah. You, you know? <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in Clerks. Right. Like, he quits and he goes, fuck you. Fuck oh, you. no, in, cool. um, in uh, Half-Baked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, half-baked, fuck half-baked, you. Sorry, sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes, That's actually. Funny. I just watched <laughs> that recently for again. Um, but yeah. uh, It's a classic. It's a classic, bro. You know. So. Uh, do, you have a, um, do you have a motto that you live by? Ooh. Um, probably a few. Um, 
not like one that's uh like a specific quote if okay. you will yeah. but i do have a few quotes i saw that yeah. I saw that on there um no uh but as far as a motto um a lot of what we've already kind of talked about mm-hmm. um first of all you have to you have to just move like mm-hmm. you will have no answers if you don't move right um and so everything that you're looking for you know again they'll say everything you're looking for is on the other side of fear okay what they're really saying is like get up off your ass go walk out the front door get in your car yeah. <laughs> like go to the gym go to a, a concert go to a a, a talk a, a book signing a something right so go do something that'll most likely get you some answer that you need or take showers for some reason i don't know like the whole <laughs> i get like my best ideas in the shower yeah. like the water is like something neurological about that um but uh you know and um uh, also, a very big one is um, you. What's for you is unique, and every single person has something unique. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very, very, very extremely careful about um, people giving you too much advice, mm-hmm. because no two people have the same blueprint. Right. So that already get don't even get me into the whole schooling system, <laughs> but like, but no, if no two people have the same blueprint, you have to be very discerning with information that you receive. Always be asking for, you know, uh, knowledge and advice and and uh, mentorship and uh, anything you possibly can, but be discerning with the information, right? Because um, it's never going to be 100% accurate as your gut. Right. So you can use it as a guide. And and by the way, good people, when you'll know when you ask really good people for advice cuz they're they're very open and flexible about it. Like it's it's very universal and very like I'm, I don't want I, I want to be careful not to taint you in in one thing or or move you in any one direction. Right. I don't want to be biased. So I think it's very very important to be discerning that way. And then also um um everything is energy. And I think it's a really, really important thing to really tap into understanding that um, the energy you give off, the energy other people give off, the energy that's in the unspoken and the unseen that you don't even see that's around you that is actually happening, the things that are weighing you down, the things mm-hmm. that are lifting you up, the things that are moving you forward, the things that you know um, are tripping you up, everything is coming from some form of energy around you. If you need to get rid of people, you need to get like, yeah. you know out of, out of your circle or out of your life, you know that's fine. Um, you know, be discerning. Um, if you uh, need a, a, another, a better circle, go find it. Um, you you have to kind of be your own captain mm. um, and steer your ship. Just take accountability and steer your ship. Like you guys, people out there have been driving for years since they first were able to get their license. It's the same thing with your life. Just put your hands on the wheel yeah. and just like, start driving right you know make a right turn you know make a left turn you're like you know, you know what i mean like just you know punch it up to 45 yeah eventually you get so good you just punch that bitch at like 150 <laughs> you're just like all right i'm moving out of my way you know but but yeah no so i think you you have to definitely be the captain of your own ship you have to um you have to be your driver yeah. and um and a big motto which i kind of end that one on is um i'm a firm and it's all if you encapsulate all that it's about staying in your own lane and again another thing that people like mention all the time mm-hmm. but like staying in your own lane um i mean you can experiment with multiple lanes for you but i'm saying that like um staying in your own lane meaning like don't get too distracted by everything else you think you see right a lot of what you think you see is 
completely made up in your mind and don't think for a second that like they're not going through their own things and i know that it's like easy to say but like believe me i've actually it's funny because i even experimented for a little while well i would actually start asking people that seemingly like really look like you know a, a certain way mm-hmm. and then you learn otherwise and you're like holy shit and now that while that shouldn't necessarily you know make you feel better about like learning those things um but it definitely goes to show you and prove to you like oh wow like okay like that's not really what's you know necessarily going on and right so i have to i i have to be careful about what i think i see and then that leads to the next step which is maybe i shouldn't look there at all right Maybe I shouldn't just not be compare at all or even, yeah. you know, and then so when you get like in your lane and you're just kind of like figuring stuff out and for the people that you're doing it for and the things that you're creating and like there's momentum in that. Um, and I'll <laughs> sorry, but there's a lot. No, there. no, no, <laughs> I'll, no. I'll end on that uh, with that. Um, create momentum for yourself and maintain it. That's another really, really mm. big one, because there were times that I lost some serious momentum and the bounce back is harder each time. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. For, for me, I, I hope it's not for anybody. And, and again, that's me experiencing my things. But like bounce back because like you first take the emotional blows. You take the like other blows, like whatever that it is. You process it, how to get here. Like, you know, to get back right. up versus like be very incremental. Stack, you know, mm-hmm. your wins. Stack your, you know, don't, don't be so quick to spend everywhere. Like just, right. just like keep making wins for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and ma- and manage and maintain your energy, um, have discerning boundaries and maintain your, you know, your, your growth, right. your momentum and you're cool. Like, so you know, that's, I think the process yeah. of enjoying the, the journey. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> one of the last things I like to ask is, um, what inspires you or what do you take inspiration from that just keeps you wanting to propel or move forward or even just create or be you? Um, a few things, uh, a few things inspire me, uh, people in general, I think inspire me like the, their, their innate ability to like create some of the most amazing things you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we, we live in this world, like so many crazy cool things have been, been created that it's like, wow, like look what's possible. Yeah. Um, what also propels me too is, um, I probably an anxiety of sitting still like <laughs> of, of, um, comfort zones to me are not so comfortable. Mm. Um, ironically, I actually don't think they're very comfortable at all. I think they're just, they're, they just have a look like they are, but they're actually quite uncomfortable because yeah. like, there's a lot going on that, you know, um, so, um, and I'm also, you know, I've also been very, very inspired by, uh, my family, um, and my circle, uh, and you know, my immediate, uh, people around me. Um, I constantly put myself around people who make me, uh, who inspire me to like think at such a high level of greatness, um, and possibilities that like, I'd almost sound silly if I didn't. Right. right? You know? <laughs> so, um, and, uh, and my father, uh, you know, I did mention my parents, but like my father's very resilient. He's, um, like a hustler through and through his mindset is so like, if a challenge comes up, he's like, okay, so like uh, about two months, it should be good. And you're like, <laughs> There are some people that don't come back from that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, you're, you'll be all right in two months. He's like, yeah, it should be all right. Uh, you know, um, or like, hey, we're gonna take care of this, and this is how it'll be. Like, and I mean, and he's on it. Yeah. Like, it's it's like that's what he came into this life with. And I'm like, wow, that's a, a true resilience yeah. of, of 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 working through anything. So, um, 
So, and then uh, I'm, I'm inspired by, by life itself. You know, I've had people literally say like, where do you get all your content from? Like, how do you always have content? I'm like, cause I'm living like, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm breathing, living every day. I'm having interaction and I'm paying attention to it all. So I think there's all, everything around us is, is able to kind of, you know, feed us something, uh, depending on what we're allowing to feed us. Right. Um, and, uh, so I'm inspired by, um, you know, just, um, all of these amazing things that are actually happening when we stop and become present and pay attention to them. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, any last pieces of advice that you would give that we haven't already talked about? <laughs> <laughs> um, <given> so much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, any last piece of advice? Um, I would, you know, I would say that no, you know, don't, um, don't be so quick to believe everything everybody tells you. Oh, that's good. Right? Um, <laughs> In, in terms of about what you should do, especially, yeah. um, th- there's just so much beauty in like taking a step of your own and just building from there. And by the way, I'm not saying for people like uh, like entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. creatives. I'm just saying like in general, like I, was there, I have friends that love what they do for big companies and stuff like that. I just mean anything in your life. Like nothing is ridiculous. Like yeah. it really isn't. Um, so you have to be really careful about what people say is or isn't ridiculous what is ridiculous? Like, you know I mean? Like, like yeah. what you please tell me like, what is absolutely other than maybe like, you know, saying that you can, you know, flap your arms and fly or whatever. <laughs> but, but I mean, so like, but like for the most part, I think you have to be really careful about, um, you, you have to really uh, get in, in tune with your, your gut and your intuition. Um, and I've had people all the time say like, what if I don't know what I love? And I'm like, then what a great place to have a blank canvas. Right. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, we'll pick up a paintbrush just for a second and just start to create something, anything and, and see where it all goes. You know, um, none of us really know what we're doing. We're just kind of creating. And then we, we, from there can make decisions. Um, but I can't make decisions if I don't have anything to make a decision from. So boom, boom. <laughs> and we'll end on that. <laughs> um, any, any social medias or oh, absolutely, absolutely. No. Plug? No, absolutely. Um, everybody listening can find me uh, <clears throat> at at HDF Magazine. H is in Henry, D is in Dog, F is in Frank. Right? HDF Magazine on Instagram or HDFMagazine.com. You can follow along at at Matt Gottesman, G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N, um, Matt Gottesman on Instagram. Uh, and by the way, I always tell everybody, test me. I um, You can uh, reply on my wall or DM me. I am on it. I'm on it. I answer everything on my wall, every DM that I can, that yeah. I that I can catch, right? Um, and it's funny because the last few years, like that got, that actually got, um, uh, preached about in, I think it was like entrepreneur Inc magazine or Forbes or something like that. And people like tried it and they're like, you really do answer every <laughs> single text. I was like, boom, I told you. So, um, and, uh, you know, I've got a really awesome creator tribe. I think, uh, I don't know if you're in there. I gotta bring you in there yeah. uh, online called uh, alchemy tribe, um, of about like nearly a thousand creatives from in and around the world that are, you know, um, just kind of talking about everything from mindset to like you know, branding, marketing, yeah. like getting through things, you know, on their own and stuff. And, um, you know, and then of course the podcast, yeah. right. The hustle sold separately, uh, would love for you guys to check it out. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, let me know what you think about, about the show and we've got some great guests and more coming and just, yeah, just that's grateful. So. Do you, one, one last question. Do you think that's imp- as a, as someone that spends a lot of time or like their, their presence is, popular or mostly online is it important to respond to 
all the comments or like or try to at least? I Yeah, I try to respond as many as I can. Um, first of all, if they're negative, like I mean really negative, mm-hmm. um, I, you're in one of three categories. Um, either one, like you're needing a pick-me-up, I can clearly tell. Mm-hmm. Like let me give you a different perspective because it seems like there may be an opening to do that. Yeah. Two, you're an asshole. So if you do it more than once, you're yeah. gone. Like, and sometimes like I've even gone as far as to like look at, you know, maybe their profile and it's like pretty like, raw like yo like you're toxic you know yeah uh, or three like you know just doesn't really warrant a response they maybe just been having a bad day or whatever you know whatever it might be mm-hmm. so um but for the most part everybody else what you put out is what you get back right. i'll tell you that right now with your content what you put out is what you put back um and you know and then people i've had people challenge me this like even like models were like well you know the men they, they respond with some you know lewd stuff this i'm like well, what's your narrative right. you know, are you actually talking about stuff as well too and giving them something else to to approach you on other than just right. that right so what you put out you you'll receive back and i try to answer pretty much every comment um it's also just a really good look um for other people to be like wow like this person's like like they respond like yeah. they talk back like people like to be acknowledged right. but even more part be a part of your journey so like they see that and that you respond they start to feel like they have this relationship right. with you and man they become supportive That's like awesome. so supportive it's funny because i even got i even got to a place where i forgot to ask for like hey can you leave a rating and review like oh, of course say no more and i'm like <laughs> like why didn't you ask sooner i'm like i have no idea <laughs> so yeah That's but really uh awesome. so i definitely say you know be as interactive as you can it's social media yeah be social Social sure. networking. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I, re- I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having of me course, on. I, I, this, this was awesome. So course, appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you know, you can check Matt out on all of his links. They will be linked below. Uh, you can follow the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can check me out on social medias. All links are down below. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Love you guys. Matt, thank you again. And I will see you guys next week. Cut.